the Fade Five Podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Yeah, that's right. Good Jim Jacks. Welcome uh, to the Fade Five Podcast. Uh, place your bets. And unfortunately, I did that eight times over last night in the Thursday night affair between the Chargers and Chiefs. And I won two. Just two wagers the entire time. And thankfully, uh, due to the garbage time receptions play of Austin Eckler, that was uh, one of the two I got correct. But everything else was miserably, terribly, horrifically wrong. Though if you listened to the show or watched it on YouTube yesterday, uh, I impossibly got the score correct. 27 to 24 Chiefs. (laughs) Well, we got you got the score correct, but we both actually had predicted a total of 51. So we were both correct on that front of trying to make sure that this game stayed under, uh, which that pick six, I started to go, uh oh, uh, because I got a little worried that all of a sudden we were going to wind up hitting the uh, wind up hitting the over with something late. But uh, no, that was uh, it was a highly entertaining game unless you were doing anything even remotely associated with Brad and I and our bets. Yeah, hashtag uh, fade the pod, uh, fade the noise, no question about that. Uh, by the way, uh, this is a Fade 5 podcast. Uh, please subscribe if you're not already and drop us a rating and or review wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, just take the time out if you enjoy this broadcast. Uh, if you're soaking it up right now on YouTube as well, uh, throw in your two cents. Uh, the comment section is wide open. We would love to hear from our uh, minuscule audience out there that is taking this podcast a couple of times per week. Now, Lundy, we got to college football on the rise. A couple of games tonight. I'm already locked and loaded on the Air Force Falcons. I got it at 15 and a half, and the line has jumped at some books up to 16 and a half. But let's look at the main slate on Saturday. Give me your college football pick to click uh, you have uh, actually been profitable on the junior circuit unlike the senior circuit where you're losing your ass yeah i, I have done pretty good like last weekend's program uh for you bet college football uh, on altitude uh catch it regionally catch it uh if you're in denver and around colorado 12 and 7 uh on the nice. uh, on the old college football program uh however i then turned around and gave it all back in pro football much as you and i did last night actually um <laughs> Brad, for me, I'm just going to throw um, a, a total out there. Um, this is my this is one of my favorites for tomorrow, um, and that is as crazy as this is. So last week, I had a feeling that maybe the total between Iowa and Iowa State was too low. No, no, I think they scored like four points. Um, I think that was actually what it wound up being. So coming up tomorrow, Iowa once is at home. They are taking on Nevada once again. The total is set at 39. Yes, I am going to play with fire. I'm actually going to take the over yet again. Part of the reason why is actually Nevada. Nevada has um, uh, allowed 55 points last weekend against Incarnate Word, Brad. Incarnate Word scored 55 points against Nevada. Uh, So I believe as slow and slogging uh, as Iowa can tend to be on offense, 
even the Hawkeyes are going to be able to do something against the Wolfpack. So I think that total has been skewed all the way down because of what Iowa is doing. I don't think they're necessarily taking enough uh, credit into account at how putrid uh, Nevada's defense was last week and the fact that I think Iowa is just going to roll them. So I'm taking the over yet again at 39. It's a flat 39. You can find that at DraftKings. Also saw it at Caesars this morning. So seems to be the number universally. No hook involved, just flat 39. I'm taking the over, and I say that Nevada's defense is going to suck once again, and Iowa can exploit it. Uh, I will have a little bit different take on this game. And boot is time because I think uh, the Iowa Hawkeyes are featherless birds uh, right now. But uh, I've, I've got a bet specific in this contest uh, that may be a little bit different than Lundy's over bet. And I'll explain that again in bonus time. Stick around for that. My pick to click on the college gridiron. It's UConn. Mush! Huskies mush! They're catching 47 and a half points against mighty Michigan on the road. And uh, you look at Michigan, uh, they failed to cover against Colorado State on this number. It was 51 to 47 as a final. They failed to cover against Hawaii, which has been a turnstile defensively. Uh, they won that game 56 to 10. So they've been very impressive offensively. This number is just too large. Uh, Nate Carter for uh, the Huskies, averaging 5.1 yards per carry. Uh, you look at uh, UConn in general, getting a lot of production on the ground, averaging over 200 rush yards per game. Now, defensively, they're a joke. Uh, they're giving up 11.7 pass yards per attempt and 418 total yards per game. And Michigan obviously has a sensational offense Averaging 514 total yards a game. It's just too many points. I think UConn at garbage time with the backups in will find a way to get the backdoor cover on the 47 and a half. So that's my best bet on the board here in week three of the college football season. But let's go to the senior circuit right now in the NFL. Some of our best player props. Another edition of the Fade Five. Number five. All right, numero cinco and straight out of the gate. Uh, how about James Robinson? And I'm going to take the under 47 and a half rush yards on the pride of Illinois State University, just about uh, 35 minutes from Casa Day Evans to the northwest, uh, minus 115 on this prop at BetMGM. Now, Robinson, um, his story makes you feel all warm and fuzzy. I mean, he had uh, an Achilles uh, issue, uh, much like Cam Akers, and unlike Cam Akers, who even had uh, the late season surge in return of the lineup last year, uh, Robinson had a more condensed timeline and made it back and look dynamite a week ago, getting appreciable yards after contact per attempt, four plus in that category. He saw 52.4% of the snap share, 61.9% of the opportunity share, it went 11 carries for 66 yards, no touchdown, also forced three missed tackles. So he's a medical marvel. There's no doubt about it, but I think he's going to be humbled in this game against the Colts. Uh, Indy uh, gave up just 2.92 yards per carry to Rex Burkhead, Damian Pierce, and the Houston Texans running backs. Uh, so Robinson, I think, will take a step back. If he gets a similar opportunity share, similar snap share here, this could be more of a Travis Etienne game at Jacksonville could be scoreboard chasing in a revenge game. I think this is definitely a revenge game for the Colts on their mind after the disaster 
at the hands of Carson Wentz uh, in the last week of the regular season last year would bounce the Colts from the postseason. So Lundy, fade or follow, James Robinson, a former Redbird under 47 and a half rush yards, minus 115 at BetMGM. I think I'm just going to react to last night and fade you for no reason whatsoever. What if I did that? What if I just said, well, F it. Uh, I'm going to fade. No, I actually, I think he gets to 50. I, I really do. I think he gets okay. up above this number. So I legit am going to fade you on this one. I've seen some of the uh, forecasts, some of the simulations done uh, with these two teams, and they've got him pegged in the low 50s. I actually think that's a little bit high. I've seen one as high as about 55 and a half uh, is where they had him projected. I think that's too much, but I do think he can get to 50 in this one. But you're right. This is an offense um, that is going to be scoreboard chasing. They will be scoreboard chasing a lot. And you're obviously talking about the ultimate RBBC because you are dealing with Robinson and ETN. So with both of those guys there, this number is scary. I think his number all season long, Brad, is going to hover right in this low to mid 40s kind of range. Um, and you're going to be scratching your head trying to figure out which direction to go in this particular case. I'm going to roll the other way. I'm going to fade you. I say he goes over. It won't be a healthy dose of fancy feast for James Robinson. Number four. All right, moving on. Uh, this is not familiar to you. It's Trey Lance. It's the exact same number as last week in which it closed at 38 <laughs> and a half rush yards at home in San Francisco. Uh, it was weather fit for a frog. Uh, last week at Chicago, Mother Nature did a number and did the Bears a solid in the process at Chicago and probably beat the Niners in that game. Very sloppy, rain-drenched, puddles all over the field, guys sliding about uh, joyously uh, for the Bears in, in their case. Uh, celebratory slides at the end of the game. Uh, believe it or not, uh, Mother Nature is again likely to impact this game there is an 85 percent chance of rain in socal or nocal excuse me uh southern bay area for san francisco uh inside uh the stadium there at santa clara uh but it benefits lance in the end look i know he was a disaster passing wise uh, a week ago and he could definitely blame the weather for that but uh he was still an opportunistic and designed runner on 13 carries, he had 54 yards against my Chicago Bears, unblemished for now. Uh, and you look at the matchup against Seattle, uh, the Seahawks gave a 5.32 yards per carry last week. So they have some vulnerabilities there in the trenches. And uh, if the inaccuracy rears its ugly head again for Lance, I think it's going to be more of a run-based quarterback. So in what should be a positive game script, for the Niners, I think uh, Lance is going to cruise to another 50-plus in this game. So, fade or follow, 38.5 rush yards on the over, minus 115, also at BetMGM. I will follow on this one. This is too low of a number for me, but you're right. Said exactly where it was last week, uh, abysmal uh, passing the ball. Um, I mean, yeah. Tim, Tim Tebow-esque, Brad. Uh, it was bad. <laughs> Uh, it was really, it was really, really bad, but using his legs, which we know he's got the talent to be able to do. I think this number once again, set too low. So we're going to jump on the over, uh, on this one. Can I, can I sneak in a bonus? Can I, can I do it? Ooh, can I ooh, do it? Bonus time, bonus time. I want early bonus time, early bonus time. I like the over on Jeff Wilson jr. At 51 and a half. Oh, interesting. Just yeah. I, I, I think there's well, going to be because, committee of sports there. Mason, I, I, I Davis Price. Believe, 
I believe this is going to be a ground and pound type of game. I really do. And look, I, I, I saw obviously firsthand, I'm sitting here in Denver. I saw what Denver was able to do running the ball against Seattle, um, minus the whole fumble at the end zone thing. Um, but I saw exactly what they were able to do from that standpoint. So I like Jeff Wilson Jr. to be able to get up over. I think 51 is too low. I don't think he's going to crush it. I'm not calling for him to finish with 80 to 85, but I think 51 is too low. So I'm also a little early bonus time in this game. I'll take the over on Jeff Wilson Jr. at 51 and a half. Lance again, skewers the rush yards prop. Number three. All right, number three, uh, let's go to your neck of the woods. And uh, I like an anytime touchdown prop. I like to feature one every single week here on the Fade 5 pod. And one of my favorites is Uncle Melvin. Melvin Gordon, hopefully he's going to secure the ball this time instead of fumble at the goal line, much like Javante Williams did in that improbable and stupid loss in Seattle, the Russell Wilson Bowl. But I think he finds the end zone this week. And it's plus odds right now at FanDuel Sportsbook, plus 110 for an anytime touchdown for Melvin Gordon. Uh, according to beat writers in Denver, you know, Javante Williams, juggernaut Javante is going to maintain this role as a premier pass catcher. And it looked like uh, Gordon got ample work inside the red zone. He had four combined red zone touches in that loss in the great Northwest. Of course, he had that fumble at the goal line. But in a game in which it should be a positive script, it's Houston for crying out loud. The Broncos uh, anywhere or nine, nine and a half, ten point favorites, depending upon what book you're at. I think Gordon, uh, who saw 41.2% of the opportunity share in week one, 43.8% of the snap share. You know, he's, he's locked in to really a 50-50 split with Javante Williams, uh, given his veteran leadership and guidance, will be the primary rusher near the goal line. I think he's going to punch one in and rectify uh, the fumble lost last week. That was devastating overall. Keep in mind, Houston, 4.85 yards per carry allowed to week one running backs. Uh, that was Indianapolis Colts, a whole lot of Jonathan Taylor. So fade or follow Melvin Gordon. Does he do a little end zone jig at plus 110 at Vandal? I'm going to fallade. <laughs> here's why um i wanted just wanted to get your reaction as i'm making up words uh here on the podcast here's yes. why i actually already have a bet in on javante williams for an anytime touchdown he's slightly lower you got this one at plus uh 110 i think i got javante about uh, i don't know 36 hours ago somewhere in that range at a plus 108 so mm. really really Good. close in terms of the numbers it wouldn't surprise me brad if they both don't yeah. wind up splashing six yeah. so in everything about what you just said, logic-wise, makes total sense, and that's why I made up the fall aid, uh, because I agree with you about the rushing touchdown. I just already have a ticket booked for Juggernaut Javante instead of Melvin. They might both do it, but I think you, you and I are both on the same track in terms of exploiting um, a Houston rush defense. Broncos continue to hand the ball off. They have two very talented backs. Anybody that thinks that Melvin Gordon doesn't have any gas left in the tank isn't paying attention because he's still running really strong. Um, and this offense, I think, is helping him be able to do that. He's the perfect guy to be able to spell Javante. So, again, I, I like this. I just happen to have my bet on the other guy. Fade, follow, or fall aid. That, of course, is up to you. Number two. All right, Numero Dos. Uh, and, and we've seen some significant line movement on this. And if you got in early, if you've been following the spreadsheet that I put out, Lundy does the same thing on social media. I do mine at Noisy Huevos. Lundy puts us out at Nate Lundy. I, I unbelievably got this number 10 
yards lower when it opened on Devontae Adams. And, I'm, of course, I'm taking the over. I have it at 83 and a half receiving yards. It has now jumped to 93 and a half receiving yards. And I would play this up to 99 and a half receiving yards. I think it's going to be a century mark effort for him. This is minus 115 at BetMGM. Pure brilliance in week one, uh, reviving that chemistry that he had with Derek Carr at Fresno State, oh, college teammates. Uh, a guy had 17 targets in the desert against the Arizona Cardinals. Caught 10 balls for 141 yards and a touchdown. Uh, a guy that uh, you look at, uh, or excuse me, he's going against Arizona this week. And last week, it was against the Chargers. He had 58 yards after the catch, 145 total air yards, 3.28 yards per route run. And Arizona against Patrick Mahomes, so another AFC West foe, uh, he gave up 14 of the Arizona Cardinals. They gave up 14 for 169, a touchdown against uh, the wide receiver position, and 9.23 pass yards per attempt to Money Mahomes. So I think Adams uh going to be north of a uh, 100 yards yet again on double-digit targets. This is going to be a theme, I think, for him the entire season is the lust, uh, the fantastic feelings that Carr has for him vertically. So fade or follow over 93 and a half receiving yards, minus 115 on Devontae Adams at BetMGM. Yeah, lock and load the over uh, on this one. This is also, you know, uh, Brad, we've, we did this a little bit yesterday with the Thursday night game, and I know it wasn't entirely successful for us, but, you know, we like to build those really simple, just like two-leg uh, uh, same game parlays, one game parlays, right? You just grab two. Yep. And sometimes yep. you can do them off of the same player. Love the idea. And I haven't done this yet. So folks get out, do it, look and see exactly what the numbers are. But I love the idea of taking um, Devante's uh, yards uh, prop and throwing it together with an anytime touchdown um, and putting those two together because his anytime touchdown number is not going to get you much of a payday. But if you go ahead and just add that one leg, just make it a simple two leg, one game parlay just on Devonte, I think uh, I think he splashes six, and I really like this number. Uh, you know, good on you for grabbing it as low as you did uh, to be able to get yourself a massive cushion. But I, I think this is one you could pair up together. I think they continue to exploit him, and you're right. This is going to be a theme. Um, you know, barring injury, knock on wood. Hopefully he doesn't uh, uh, he doesn't get hurt at all. But if it just stays uh, status quo with him with Derek Carr, yes, he's going to continue to hit these numbers over and over again. And hopefully uh, the books uh, are a little slow each week, and we got something to take advantage of. Yeah, at BetMGM, if you do that little two-leg uh, one-game parlay on Devontae Adams exclusively, uh, it's like minus 150 for an anytime touchdown. He yeah. could get it uh, yardage down down to 80 on the receiving yards. to so go 80 and a touch, and probably still going to get it at plus money. Yep. Anytime you see that plus sign, sign me up. Number one. All right, numero uno, uh, and it's a quarterback pass yards prop for me this week and week at numero dos, and uh, hopefully want to make uh, a couple of hundred dollar bills in the process off this one. I am taking the over on Carson Wentz, 238.5 pass yards, minus 115 at DraftKings. You look what he did last week on 41 attempts. He had 313 passing yards in a game where some of that pew, 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 shootout appeal against the Jacksonville Jaguars, but impressively, eight of those 41 attempts were of the deep ball variety, 20-plus yards, uh, connecting uh, with Terry McLaurin on one of those, Curtis Samuel as well. 
uh, early and often. 310 air yards in total for Carson Wentz in that contest. And he's going, um, you know, against a Detroit uh, defense that gave up 7.59 yards per attempt and 2.43 uh, yards per pass attempt, I should say, uh, or per play. Uh, to Jalen Hurts. So overall, I think, uh, you know, 243 pass yards, they allowed to Hurts. Uh, the 7.6, if you round it about, about pass yards per attempt uh, to Philadelphia, I think Wentz is going to, you know, cock, lock, and uh, fire away uh, in this one for at least, uh, what, 250, 260? If you want to do uh, another one-game parlay on the same player, I kind of like him. Had 220 pass yards and two passing touchdowns, which, Lenny, no matter what book uh, you put this together at, you can get it at plus money. So fade or follow just on the pass yards prop alone. My over, Carson wins 238 and a half. Minus 115 at DraftKings. Yeah, I like the over uh, on this one. I like your idea of the one-game parlay. And, and look, this this will be a theme as you guys follow us throughout the NFL season because there are some really simple one-game parlays you can put together, especially if you're high on a particular player, like a Devontae Adams or like the matchup that you've got this week with Carson Wentz. Find that matchup. Find yourself a couple of individual bets, but then build yourself those really simple one-gamers that get up into positive territory. Only need about a buck 10, buck 15, buck 20 to make it worth your while don't need a huge number um so these are some fun ones that you can do i like the over by itself here at the 238 and a half i do think he gets up to 250 just based on the matchup just based on just an overall volume that i think he's going to have plus as you said he's got the ability to eat this in big chunks he's got guys that can catch the ball and get him 25 plus 35 plus on a single catch so i like the ability to bounce uh this number up relatively quickly wouldn't surprise me if he's not sitting at 130 135 by halftime amen brother that is a Charmin soft number and uh we have some additional Charmin soft numbers it's bad it's time my man what else do you like maybe college football uh the nfl in week number two hell if you want to work in a baseball selection i don't hate it no, no, I, I don't have baseball uh, set up for uh, tonight. Yesterday, a little painful uh, with the hardball. I'm not going to lie, just a little <laughs> bit. But I did tell you to take Houston on the run line, um, even though it was juiced up, and that one was obviously well worth it. Uh, let me sneak in some college football for tonight, Brad. Yeah. Um, and let me go with, so Louisville is taking on Florida State. Uh, Louisville's team total, give me the under on 27 and a half as a team total for the Cardinals. So far, they have only scored 27 points all season okay and their team total is at 27 and a half for florida state yes i understand they're expecting more of a game script on this one but they lost to syracuse 31 to 7 and then they beat ucf 20 to 14 i think florida state can keep them off the scoreboard so for that reason in a game that you look at the over under and the overall total i think uh, louisville winds up getting held under give me the under 27 and a half on their team total moving to college football for uh tomorrow I've got a real, I got to be honest with you folks. I've got a really funky alt line parlay that I, I'm going to need like a, a whiteboard and some charts to be able to lay out for you. So as Brad <laughs> said, just go look for my spreadsheet on my Twitter. It's pinned right to the top of my profile at Nate Lundy. It'll explain it on there because I don't want to try to do it, especially for those of you that are listening to the podcast. It's going to be confusing as hell if I try to lay this out, but it's an alt line parlay. I'll put that up on the spreadsheet. I'll get that one for you. Um, Purdue and Syracuse, Brad, give me the over 
on the total in that one at 60. Uh, let's see, Purdue has scored 87 points in two games. Syracuse has scored 79 points in two uh, games. And Syracuse receivers, Brad, with uh, quarterback Garrett Schrader, are averaging almost 14 yards a catch. Nice. When you put those things together, I think we're going to see a really, really high-scoring game. Um, then two other player props that I like for Sunday's NFL action, both of them quarterback rushing props. Give me the over 23-and-a-half for Daniel Jones uh, on his rushing prop. Six carries for 25 last week. I think he can get up over uh, the 23-and-a-half here um, in part because – he he's usually good for at least one rush that is double digits. He's usually good at getting you 10 to 12 on one carry. Therefore, with a number at 23 and a half, if he calls his own number at least five times, I think he gets up above this number. And then another one. How about Jacoby Brissett? Mm, brisket boy. Uh, his is only at nine and a half. For rushing yards. I will take the over on that one. Um, the uh, Jets against Baltimore last week, Lamar went for 17. I understand that Jacoby Brissett is not Lamar, but I do believe he got 10 yards last week against Carolina. I think he can get to double figures again. So there's my bonus time for you. All right, my bonus time. Let's start off with college football. I tease this at the top, uh, so I'm going to pay it off right now. I'm taking the under on the Iowa Hawkeyes to score 30 and a half points uh, available at DraftKings at minus 105 right now. So a little bit lighter juice against Nevada. It's really strange. Uh, Lundy talked about he, you know, he's on the over on the 39 and a half in this game, but the spread's at 24 or 24 and a half. So it uh, should be pure dominance, uh, expected anyway, by the Iowa Hawkeyes, who are outstanding defensively, but offensively, they're a piece of work. A uh, team that has averaged just 158 total yards per game against South Dakota State and Iowa State to begin this season. Spencer Petrus has been straight garbage. Uh, 45.1 completion rate for the starting quarterback of Iowa. Zero touchdowns and two picks in two games. They're going to put up some points. But I don't think they're going to put up 31 and hit the over. So I'm going to take the under on Iowa on that total, despite the shortcomings defensively of Nevada. One other real quick college football game that I like this week. Old Dome, Old Dominion, plus eight and a half now against Virginia. I watched Virginia in person against my Illini last week. They were a joke offensively. Brendan Armstrong only completed 40.6% of his attempts. They only ran for 42 yards on 29 carries. I know Old Dominion's defense not as stout or stiff as Illinois, but I think eight and a half, just too many points there. Old Dominion has been a very competitive team as Virginia Tech here early on in the season. Moving back to the NFL. Give me the over on Saquon Barkley. Uh, 74 and a half rush yards. Uh, he was genius in week one, 18-164-1 against Tennessee. 6.83 yards after contact per attempt. He gets Carolina, which gave up 5.67 yards per carry in week one. 141 rush yards to Nick Chubb. I think he hits the century mark yet again. Uh, and how about a little same game parlay? And I'm just going to go with a little two-legger. Uh, Josh Jacobs, 45-plus rush yards. And Darren Waller. 35-plus receiving yards. You get that at even money, plus 100 if you put that together at BetMGM. This is a, a game in which uh, Las Vegas should be in control against Arizona. Jacobs easily eclipsed this number last week, 10 for 57. Arizona gave a 5.47 yards per carry in week one. Jacobs, I think, will do it again. 50-plus uh, likely for him. Waller, meanwhile, 
Uh, six for four for 79 yards through the air, 2.32 yards per route one. And Arizona could not contain another extremely talented tight end in Travis Kelsey last week. So uh, we're out of time. At least I am right now. i got a ton of additional plays uh, for week number two of the NFL. And I'm trying to dig out of this uh, hole to China uh, due to the Thursday night game. Again, check out my picks at Noisy Huevos on the spreadsheet. Check out Lundy's spreadsheet as well at Nate Lundy. Drop us a rating and a review. Would you kindly on this podcast or if you're watching it on YouTube? And as always, until next time, feed or follow. That is up to you.